0: Welcome to Soul of an Empath, the podcast that helps empaths to feel loved, seen, heard, and understood in all areas of your life. Now here's your host, Tiffany Gano.
1: Welcome back to another Soul of an Empath podcast. I'm Tiffany Cano. Today's guest is Jennifer Moore with Empathic Mastery. And, you know, my fellow empaths, (laughs) you are going to love having another practitioner here who can support you with your strengths, your weaknesses, helping you get more centered and aligned. So let me tell you a little bit about Jennifer, okay? She supports intuitives, lightworkers, and creatives to use their abilities for good. Jennifer is passionate about helping high, sensitive, empathic women. As of 21 of the United States, 21 Emotional Freedom Technique International Masters Trainers and Mentor and Healer, she has made her way to the Amazon Best seller's list woo 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 as the author of empathic mastery along with this she hosts a must listen podcast the empathic mastery show she's intuitive from the get go jennifer's experienced her first prophetic dream when she was just 9 years old and has been navigating her extrasensory awareness ever since. Yeah, I think you and I are are aligned there. Like I've been getting paid for healing since I was eight, like, and intuitive and clairvoyant since I was a toddler. So Mm -hmm. this is great to have someone else who's been on the path a long time.
2: Yes. Yes. Absolutely, been on the path for quite a while, <laughs> not just in this life, but in others as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And what had you choose empaths as your focus? Is it because you have identified as an empath and maybe yes. had some challenges and, and have challenges found some tools? Challenges.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, when I, when I was a child, I was, I've, I've been an empath my entire life. I've also been a psychic and an intuitive and, my experience at the time that I was a child, there was even less information out there about what it means to be highly sensitive and empathic than there is now. And so I was constantly being told that I was taking things too personally, that I was taking it, that I was overreacting, that I had too vivid imagination, that I just needed to stop worrying about everything and just get over it. And I was, so I was constantly thinking that the problem was me and constantly thinking that if only I could sort of figure out how to like, work my mental health, that I was going to be okay. And it wasn't until I was in my like, late 20s, early 30s. And I found this amazing therapist who started to help me understand that a lot of the time when I was feeling really out of sorts, and I was feeling really wonky or anxious or sad. It was after I had an encounter with somebody else, who was experiencing difficulty themselves. And so I started to learn how to identify and recognize like, what's mine, what's not mine, and start to realize that a lot of my distress was not my own, or at least it was Mm -hmm. partially mine, but it was also a lot about other people. And so I became, you know, sort of went down the path of intuitive and healer and artist and self-employed as I think a lot of empathic people <laughs> and and people on any kind of, you know, in any place in the neurodiversity spectrum have a tendency to be more likely <laughs> to be self-employed. And what I found was that as I kept being called to do the healing work, because I felt so much relief with the relief I was getting that I wanted to share it with other people. And what I started to notice, though, was that so many of the people who I was talking to who were struggling with anxiety, who were struggling with depression, who were struggling with just all kinds of sort of toxic emotions, that in talking with them, the common trait was that they were all highly sensitive and empathic and picking up the energy. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is that so few people are validated for this, that they don't necessarily realize how much absorbing other people's stuff is affecting (laughs) their mental health. And what I realized was that I had spent like 30 years of my life, learning how to deal with this and learning how not to take all the thoughts, the feelings, the energy, and the sensations on. And while it's sort of, you know, they say like with coaching and stuff or any kind of business, it's like, you know, a lot of times the things you're a genius at are the things you just take for granted. And I think this was one of those cases where I had figured a lot of stuff out about how to navigate being highly sensitive and empathic but I didn't realize how many people didn't even recognize the way that being highly sensitive and empathic was deeply impacting who they were, what they were doing, and why they were having such a hard time functioning in the world. And so yes. I I just felt like knowing what it is like to struggle to suffer, to get, and to get completely derailed by the energy of the world around us. I just, it's almost like I couldn't not do this. Like this was just my mission, my, like, I'm here. It was my calling to share with other highly sensitive, empathic people, like how to navigate this so that you're not just spending your life trying to put out fires and hiding. Th- yeah. That That's a... Uh... A struggle
1: that many empaths that I know face. And what you said about um, not only sponging up other people's stuff, but I think having the discernment to know, okay, 68% of this funk that I'm feeling is not even mine. (laughs)
2: Okay.
1: So maybe, you know, 32% or whatever the math is happens to be my own sadness or stress, but all the rest is because I empathically picked up some sort of other energy. And, and I think it's important for us empaths to have that level of discernment and awareness to know And absolutely. And one of the tools that I know you use a lot when you pick up stuff, I assume, as well as, you know, when you're just trying to do general upgrades, right, or Mm -hmm. release triggers is EFT tapping.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: I love tapping. Tell us a little bit more about that. And
2: for those who aren't yet familiar and, Mm -hmm. and how you use that. Um, So I use it in many, many different cases. So basically EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques, and it's kind of like a form, it's also known as tapping, and it's kind of like a form of emotional and mental acupressure or acupuncture without the needles. And basically what we do is we think about something that's going on in our life that maybe we are feeling confused about, that we're feeling pain about, that we're feeling distressed over and what we do is we focus our attention on that and usually talk about it or use words and then either tap lightly or apply light pressure to basically endpoints of acupressure or acupuncture meridians on our body and the thing about it is that It may, you know, a lot of times you don't have to believe in it to just try it. But what it will do is it allows us to reboot our fight or flight mechanism within our brain and also allows us to um, release the places where we've got sort of energetic congestion and blocks in our system. And so the thing is. That the thing that makes being an empath challenging is also the thing that makes EFT so effective for us, because as people who are very energetically sensitive, tapping is an incredible way to release distress and release tension. And as you were talking about the idea of discernment being such an incredibly important part of basically obtaining a empathic mastery, I couldn't agree more. Actually, the first step in the empathic mastery system, which is what my book is all about, is basically recognize. And what I find is that there's two levels to recognize. The first is just even recognizing that we're out of sorts, that we're feeling something. (laughs) And then the second part is starting to recognize what's mine, what's not mine. So before I even start tapping, what I like to do is I actually like to put my hands over my heart and just kind of lean in and tune into myself, And I like to ask the question, is this mine? And as you were saying, most of the time, the answer is going to be yes. And it's going to (laughs) be some of it is yours and some of it is coming from some other source. And then what I usually will ask once I've got that answer is what's mine what's not mine. And as I get those kinds of answers, if I'm being guided, or if I'm suddenly having a vision of some kind of an event that happened when I was like six years old at a birthday party, then I know that I've gotten triggered and I've got some stuff to work on. But if I suddenly just have a flash of a conversation that I had with somebody who was pissed off and angry, then chances are what I where I need to start is more about releasing the energy that is coming from somebody else. And so I love how Tapping is a very versatile tool because you can use it for a very short kind of reset or reboot, which is what I want to show you how to do right now. Or you can either tap on your own and do a full session or even sometimes better work with a highly skilled trained professional like me or some of the people that I've trained to be EFT practitioners so that you can have the support to go into things that you might feel some resistance to yourself. Mm -hmm. So EFT is Remarkably versatile, and one of the things is that it's not just your sort of like tap along scripts that you see on the internet <laughs> where people are like, yes. even though I'm feeling this funk, I'm really okay. Like there's there's the thing that makes me <laughs> know exactly fun. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And the thing the thing about it is that what makes EFT really really effective is tuning into our own frequency, our own energy and what is going on with us. And so when we use other people's scripts, a lot of times, it's not going to land the same way as if we are using our own language and tuning into what's going on for ourselves. Can I comment on that? Yes, please.
1: Yeah. So I think for people who might be new, to EFT or maybe more mental, more in their head space, scripts are great. Yes. But for us who are the feelers, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if a word in the script isn't resonating, (laughs) it's it's like, I, I feel in my body um, a rejection, attention, a no, this isn't right. This isn't <laughs> right exactly. So, so give us some more guidance as to how we can, number one, find out what we're feeling because sometimes, and thankfully, with God's blessings, I've learned how to have healthy boundaries over the years. Mm. But when I was younger, I didn't have that discernment. And so I would feel just overwhelmed because it was just a stew of all these other kinds of energies coming at me. And, and I didn't even know how I
2: felt. So give us a little more, you know. How do we tease this out? Well, and what I will say is that there is a massive chapter in this book that talks about all kinds of different ways that we can start discerning what's going on, because there are so many different factors that can be contributing to why we're feeling what we're feeling. I mean, sometimes it's that you ate something that had a ton of sugar in it, and (laughs) it screwed your system up. Or you smelled like you went into like some kind of like, Uh, store that has all kinds of commercial fragrances and synthetics, and your body just went on red alert. So there are a lot of pieces. But what I find to be really, really helpful is to start with what we know. And so if we know that we don't know, that's where we would start. And so what I like to do and with EFT, basically, there are some sort of there's two parts to tapping the basic, basic recipe. The first part is what's called the setup where we tap on the side of the hand. I usually use the three fingers for my other hand and tap right sort of down below the pinky on the side of the hand. Some people used to call it the karate chop point, but because that is sort of, um, a little bit culturally insensitive, we have changed it to be just, you know, a descript, a description. But so we tap on the side of the hand. And what we do is we do what's called a setup, where we say, even though I'm having this kind of a feeling, or and, and you fill in the blanks about what the feeling is. And then we use what would be called a balance statement, that would be something that could either neutralize it or even be positive. But I really love using a balance statement, like I'm open to the possibility that this could shift, or um, I'm open to understanding this better, if we didn't know what it was. So let's just say that we're trying to figure out what's going on. So even though I am feeling a little bit odd and out of sorts, and I don't really know why, I'm just tapping on it right now. And I'm open to the possibility that I can understand this. So, we've just basically sort of set up the intention of what we want to know and put it out there. And then, what we do is we do this setup three times. And after we've done the setup three times, we do a round of tapping. I like to start at the top of the head and we use what's called the reminder phrase. And that would be saying, sort of, really simply, you know, like this feeling of confusion, or not really, you know, sort of not knowing what I'm feeling. And so we would be doing that. So I'm just going to show you the points. And then what do you say we run through a round of tapping? Sure.
1: Okay. And, so, and yes. Um, for those who are only getting the audio,
2: give a little more description on the yes, where I will please. actually talk us through as okay, we cool. go through that. Yep because back in the day when we used to use the phone all the time, most of us as EFT <laughs> practitioners learned how to go top of the head, eyebrows, side of the eyes. So we're just going to start <laughs> by tapping on the side of our hand. And it is, like I said, it's like sort of the old school dis- definition as the karate chop point. But we're starting with that. And what we're going to do is you get so to it's re- on the pinky side, on the pinky side. Yep. So on the pinky side so you're using your three fingers from your other hand and just tapping on the pinky side of your hand kind of that fleshy edge of your hand. And if you were and I'm just curious like I'm imagining since we're not really doing this in like unless is there something that you are feeling confused about right now Tiffany that you're like that you're sort of not quite sure
1: about um no but if we want to be real I I'd like to tap out resistance to um following (laughs) a meal plan that's been recommended to me (laughs) okay so um, on a scale of zero to ten how much resistance are you experiencing right now to eating it like two but the preparing it the cooking it the cleaning it like seven to eight out of ten
2: so would you say that <laughs> I I'm just hearing in my head it's so much work would that yeah. be a way you'd describe it yes so I'm gonna just try using some words <laughs> change the words to work for you okay okay it's like I want to want to
1: do it you know yeah. <laughs> So even though even though I want to want to do it. I want to want to do it. It feels like so much work. It feels like so much friggin' work. So much friggin' work. All the preparation. (laughs) All the preparation just feels like so much work. All the shopping. (laughs) The shopping, the cooking, the The cleaning. The cleaning. (laughs) I'm, I'm about a two wanting to eat it. I'm about a two wanting to eat it, and we're still just tapping on the pinky side. Yep, just tapping on the pinky side, (laughs) but I'm
2: really feeling some resistance.
1: But I'm really feeling some resistance.
2: So I'm just acknowledging this. So I'm just acknowledging this. And I'm open to the possibility that I can find a way that really works Mm. for me. And
1: I'm open to the possibility that I'm going to find a way that really works for me. Yeah. So even though... So even though... It's just true. I feel some resistance. It's just true. I feel some resistance. I know I should do it. I know I, I should do I just don't want to. But I
2: just don't want to. <laughs> I'm tapping on it.
1: So I'm tapping on and it. I'm <laughs> and I'm open to the possibility. I'm open to the possibility. that I can
2: find what really works for me.
1: That I can find what really works for me. So even though... So even though I just don't want to, I just don't want to. And that's just true. And that's just true. I'm just and acknowledging it. And I'm just acknowledging it. And I'm also acknowledging my resistance to having to give up sourdough bread and dairy.
2: Oh, <laughs> sourdough yeah. bread, cheese. <laughs> sort of bread cheese and dairy and so what is actually getting uncovered is we're tapping on the resistance it's- probably some food cravings which is another thing that is really tappable and that is that is a technique that would take us a little bit more time than we've got right now but where um you really can tap on the food cravings and and like be like oh my god i used to love potato chips and now i could really don't care like i actually there's a video (laughs) i recorded back in 2013 that was like a tapping for cheese video i'll share it with you (laughs) I Love it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I still eat cheese periodically, but it's just not the same. It's just not as interesting anymore. And so (laughs) that's the wonderful thing. And so I'm open to the possibility. So as we continue
1: tapping, I am still open to the possibility. That I can find what really works for me. That I can find what really works for me. Now, as a reminder phrase, I'd love to use your words of I just don't want to. Okay, so we switch to the top of the head.
2: Top so of the head, I yep. just don't wanna. Now we're going to the eyebrow points, which are like if unless you're free to color and you have a unibrow, it's like <laughs> right at the top of your <laughs> eyebrows, sort of right at the edge of the eye socket and the bridge of your nose. I just don't wanna. I just don't wanna.
1: I don't to. Give up my favorite foods and I don't want to have to cook and
2: clean. I don't want to. I don't want (laughs) to. Under the eyes, I don't want to. I don't want to. Under the nose, I don't want to. I don't want to. Under the lip, I don't want to. I don't want to collarbone i don't wanna i just don't want to i just don't want to <laughs> under the arm i just my... <laughs> don't want to my inner
1: child stomping her feet i just yes, don't i want just to. don't
2: want to and the thing i want is, my this, ice cream i want my <laughs> ice cream i want my dairy i want my sour <laughs> i want dough. my cheese puffs yeah <laughs> back to the top of the head i
1: just don't want to i just don't want to let's
2: take a deep breath <sighs> so the good thing is you're laughing a lot which means that there's a lot of energy moving right now so when we started that resistance was pretty strong What would you say it is? I think we started it at like, it was like a nine or a 10, if I'm remembering correctly. It it was seven to eight before. It was seven to eight. Okay. Um, But
1: I would say it's a two to three, so. A two
2: to three. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And and I can continue to tap and zero it out. Yeah. Why don't Um, we do, so what I'd love to show you guys is actually to, um, if we've got the time for this, I'd love to show you how to put it in a box and use that and then maybe like also just to calm our nervous system down which is (laughs) what I was what I was thinking we could use because this is a very good tool for um empaths is just doing a little bit of tap and breathe so do we have can we do a little bit more tapping sure okay so even though so
1: even though so we're back to the back to the side of the hand so even though so even though it's just true I don't want to it's just true. I don't want to. But it's down. But it's down. It was First. like a 7-8. Now it's 2-3. Yeah, it was a 7-8. Now it's down to a 2-3. And so I'm just going to offer this to my guides and angels. So I'm just going to offer this to my guides and angels. And let them take care of it. And let them take care of it. So even though. So even though. It's I true. Don't, it's true. I don't want to give up my rosemary sourdough bread or the cheese. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't want to. I, have some I don't food want. Cravings.
1: To. I have some food cravings. I also don't want to cook and clean. I also don't want to cook and clean. It's just <laughs> true. It's just true. I just don't want to cook and clean. I'm open to the possibility,
2: but I'm open to the possibility. If I could find something that works even better or that could would would really work for me. <sighs> but I'm open to the possibility
1: that I could find something even better that would st- still work for me like
2: really work for me really work for me like it could even be easy like it could even be easy and so I'm just gonna turn this whole thing over to my guides and angels so I'm just gonna turn
1: this whole thing over to God the great ones my guides my angels gonna release and let it all go and I'm gonna let them find the answers for me how's that I'm gonna let them find the answers for me Cause I really do want to do this Ayurvedic eating plan. Like yeah, I, I it resonates I with me. I know it would be good for me. Mm-hmm. I want to do it and i release and let go of all the rest of the resistance. I give it to God and the great ones.
2: Mm-hmm. I give it to God and the great ones. So even though. so even though. Just true. It's just true.
1: Don't want to give up my cravings. I don't want to give up my cravings.
2: And I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm open to the possibility. I'm open to the possibility that this could be surprisingly easy. That this could be surprisingly
1: easy. And that there is a way to do this. And that there is a way to do this that can really work for me. I can really work for me.
2: And so I'm just turning all the resistance. I'm just turning all the resistance over to God. Over to God. Over to my guides and angels. Over
1: to my guides and angels. Over to the great
2: ones. Over to the great ones. And just letting them take care of it. Just letting them take care of it. They're in charge now.
1: They are in charge now. And it's okay for me to let this go. And it's okay for me to let this go. All of the resistance. Tapping on the top of the head. Tapping on the top of the head. All of the resistance. Giving
2: it to My guides and angels, God and the great ones. Giving it to my guides and angels, God and the great ones. Eyebrows, all the resistance. All the resistance. Giving it to my guides and angels.
1: Giving it to my guides and angels. God and the great ones. God and the great ones. Side of the eyes. Every last Side bit of, of it. Eyes, every last bit of it. I'm willing to turn it over. I'm willing to turn it over, to empty it out, to, release to empty it, it out. To and let it go. And
2: to be open to the possibility that this could be
1: easy. And to be open to the possibility that this could be easy. Under the
2: eyes, letting God find the answer. Letting God find the answer under the nose. Letting my angels carry me through this. Letting
1: my angels carry me through this
2: under. Like I don't
1: have to do it alone. I
2: don't have to do this alone (laughs) under the chin. I I have support. I have support, and I am offering all the resistance up. Offering all the resistance up to my guides and angels.
1: My guides, it's an angel.
2: Collarbones. Every last bit of concern. Every last bit of concern.
1: I am giving it to God. I am giving it to God. Under the
2: arms. All of it in God's hands. All of it in God's hands. Out of my hands. Out of my hands. And I'm open to the possibility that I can find a solution. I'm open to the possibility
1: that I can find a solution that really works for me. That really works
2: for me. Let's take a deep breath, tap on the top of the head and just take a deep breath. How are you doing? I feel
1: like some neural pathways are re calmer. Um, some stuff is still in process, but definitely resistance is way down. That's wonderful. Well,
2: and it really sounded like there were a couple different pieces to this. And if I were doing a full session around it, we'd be unpacking like the cravings, um, possibly any memories of deprivation or periods where you were like, you know, screw this, I'm going to eat what I want to (laughs) eat. But then also the logistics and the strategies of like how to make it more Effortless and easy for you in terms of all of the things like having to adjust to cooking, having to adjust to prepping, having to adjust to cleaning all of those things like there were there are you you know as you started tapping it was very obvious that there were many different pieces and while what we just did was sort of tapping in real time for a real issue i hope that you guys who are listening could hear and if you're watching can see how you start getting information by tapping on the thing that's there. And that a lot of times more information comes out as we tap. And so if you were like, Feeling empathic distress, you could be tapping on, even though I'm not really sure what is even going on for me, I'm open to the possibility that I can understand this better. And as you tap on sort of this weird empathic feeling or feeling wonky in my stomach, what will usually happen is in the same way that you were sort of like, oh, wait a second, this is about cheese and sourdough, (laughs) that you start getting more answers about that. So, uh, you know, I absolutely love this tool because it does <laughs> allow us to reset our system. It allows us to calm our nervous system down. And it also allows us to see things from a different perspective.
1: Yes. And and I do love how it goes deeper. Like yes. as you continue tapping, it's like you get a chance to empty out all the different pieces yes. of it. Yes. Um, which can, you know, bring a lot of clarity,
2: a lot of clarity. mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that part. Um, question when I Mm -hmm. learned about tapping 20 plus years ago, we tapped in a lot more spots than just the, the head, you know, clavicle armpit side of the hand. Like we are, we, we did a, like the whole body Pretty yes. much for tapping.
2: So, so, can you talk about that for a second? Absolutely. So, some of this is that over the years, I mean, there were certain tapping points, like for example, the liver spots, which are on the rib cage underneath your breasts. That was not necessarily a convenient location for people to facilitate tapping with other people. But basically, what happened is, you know, Gary Craig, who was the person who took the ideas Roger Callahan start. I mean. Sort of this is all kind of nerdy science about energy medicine and EFT. But basically there was a man named Roger Callahan who sort of started these things, but he had very complicated what he called algorithms, where he had different tapping sequences for different emotions and different feelings. So, like if you were experiencing one kind like fear, you would do one round of tapping. If you were feeling like, you know, sadness, you might do another round of tapping. If you're feeling up an upside, stomach, you might do a different kind of tapping. And so what Gary did, who was this Stanford engineer, and Gary's very much loves thinking as an engineer, is Gary started to work with the idea and simplify it to what he calls the basic recipe. And even from that, there was a period where Gary had a whole bunch of other stuff, there was like tapping on fingers and hands and moving your eyes and just doing all kinds of other things, but eventually what happened was that Gary um, decided to, about 10 years ago now, Gary simplified the tapping recipe to be what we just learned today, which is called the basic recipe. And the thing is, it's a, it is addressing and working with all of the major important acupuncture or acupressure meridians so that you're kind of hitting all of the points. You just don't have to do Every single bit of it. And what's wonderful about it is that because it is not, it's not working with like an algorithm that's designed to focus on one issue. It's, it's a very, it can be used with anything. So a lot of it is just, Evolution of a technology over time and learning how to streamline it to make it more accessible. Because obviously, if you're trying to remember all these different points to tap on, it's very, very easy to forget it and it gets way more weird and complicated. And certainly for me, I had a really hard time retaining the original sequences that were much longer and involved a lot more finger tapping and eye movements and tapping on the liver points and um, you know, and, and sometimes like wrists and ankles. What I found was that I could not remember all of the things. Like I would get very confused and lost. And when this basic recipe came in, which is like side of the hand, Either eyebrows or top of the head. I like to cascade down. So side of the <laughs> hand, top of the head, eyebrow points, side of the eyes, under the eyes, under the nose, under the lip, collarbones, under the arm, and then back to the top of the head. It's there's something so elegant about it and also so accessible. So, um, and in my experience, it is no less effective than the more, if anything, it's more effective because it's not as complicated and your brain doesn't get confused.
1: Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, now I I know we're, we're getting close to time here, but I wanted to give you a chance to offer them a free gift and also mention your awesome book.
2: So Mm -hmm. can you share about that? Absolutely. So first off, I would love to, if you are interested in learning more about EFT as a, as a master, I am actually one of, at this point, there is 122 master trainers for EFT International in, in the, on the entire planet, and I'm one of them. So if you're interested in learning more about EFT, either for yourself or to learn how to do it as a practitioner, come on over to EFTinstruction.com. And my book, Empathic Mastery, which is a five-step system to go from emotional hot mess to thriving success, first part (laughs) is all about what does it mean to be highly sensitive and empathic? The second part is the five-step system of recognize, release, protect, connect, and act that allows us to really go from hot mess, who's taking on all the thoughts, feelings and energy of the world around us to being beacons for calm, love and healing and being part of the solution instead of amplifying the distress. And so this book you can find over at empathicmasterybook.com, really nice and simple. And I also have a wonderful free gift that is available if you go over to empathicsensitivity.com, where you can get my ebook, which is basically got all kinds of tools and solutions for navigating this world as a highly sensitive empathic person. In addition to that, I also have a free Facebook group where I teach masterclasses um, every single month and jump on and do tap alongs with people and stuff like that. Because we tap are, alongs, love it. Yeah, we are needed right now more than ever before. Like, if you are listening to this, I have no doubt that you have been called and you were born on this planet right now for a reason. And as highly sensitive, empathic people, we have the ability to be part of the solution and to broadcast love and light and positivity and grace and healing out into the world. But the thing is, we have to do our work. And we absolutely have to find out how to manage our sensitivity so that we are not drowning in all of the distress that's going on in the world. And that is why I do what I do. I'm sure that is why you do what you do. Because, you know, right now, it's all hands on deck. That's right. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thanks for providing these tools. Thanks for a little tap along that you and I did today. Oh, you are so I appreciate welcome Wasn't that. that fun? My Ayurvedic practitioner will be happy. I am sure your Ayurvedic <laughs> practitioner is going to be very happy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. thank you for that help. And everyone, pick up the free gift, pick up her book. She's got some great tools and wisdom for you. Thanks again for being on the show today. Much love and
2: blessings. Oh, my pleasure, Tiffany. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Wonderful. Yay. Okay, until next time.
1: <laughs> blessings all. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Soul of an Empath with Tiffany Cano. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you are listening to it. You can get more information from soulofanempath.com. May you be blessed with love, health, peace, joy, spiritual oneness, prosperity, and abundance. So be it. So be it. So be it.